0: Good morning church we're continuing our series in the j curve, and uh, it's my turn this morning and I appreciate the opportunity to do the sermon i've known it's coming for a couple of months, and so I've had plenty of time to think about what I want to say and how I want to say it and it's still a stretch for me I'm still kind of anxious about how's this going to come across and Things like that, and so, uh, and I really appreciate Jeff Kreider. Uh, This gives me an opportunity to say that, how week in and week out, uh, he has been consistently delivering a very thoughtful message with the Word, and I appreciate him a great deal, and him using his gifts for our body. And so him being able to take a break is really healthy, Uh, not only for him, but I think for us, and have some other leaders get a chance to teach and stretch ourselves to do that. And so that's what's happening this morning. And I start by sharing all of that because my topic this morning in the J Curve is about transparency, the value of our honesty and our openness with each other, sharing our sins, our struggles, uh, temptations and burdens. Uh, and our victories and uh, God's stories and all of that and what God can do with that. You know, that fits into the J-curve because... Honesty and openness is a challenge and difficulty for most people. Uh, it, you start out and it's it's hard. You feel vulnerable, uh, maybe embarrassing on what needs to be shared. I don't know how people are going to take this, or what they're going to think of me, and I feel weak. But when given to God, that difficulty that you work through and you give to God, he can take that and do so much with it. Uh, for me, for others in the body, and it just goes from there uh, in a trajectory as God takes our weakness and uh, uh, works it together for good. Um, So a little more about how that happens. You know, um, we can get encouraged if we share openly um, because others can then approach us or let us know that they went through it as well, and I'll know that I'm not alone uh, in that struggle or difficulty. And similarly, if I'm sharing openly what I'm going through, then others will know they're not alone, and they can benefit from my experience. Um, We can learn from each other, and our wisdom and experiences, like I said, can help each other. And we can talk about it and support each other, and we can pray for each other. And so those are the kind of things God <clears throat> excuse me those are the kind of things God can do with that honesty and openness, transparency, if you will, if we give it to Him. A couple of scriptures that highlight God's desire for us to do this. James chapter five, and in verse 16, it says, "Therefore." Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. And so, again, that openness to one another and praying for each other is what God wants, the the confession to each other. Similarly, in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2, it says, Bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. And so in order for us to bear one another's burdens, we have to share one another's burdens. We have to tell each other about those burdens. Uh, And then the body can be what God calls us to be in those scriptures. You know, there um, there are lots of examples of how the value of openness, sharing, transparency is used uh, to make a really big difference. Uh, Probably a primary base example is the family. A family unit, uh, you know, what, what makes those bonds close of a family is that you see each other at your best and at your worst. You go through thick and thin together and you're there for each other. And so that's bonding and the love Uh, And we can see that in our own family experiences. And so the openness that we can do as a church family will create that family atmosphere and the love. Uh, God can do that with it. Other groups that use this kind of sharing and openness as their real strength, Uh, one example is Weight Watchers. I've, I've shared before, Amy and I are participants in Weight Watchers, and it's been very helpful as we pursue healthy weight. Uh, And that is a group when you go in, everybody knows why you're there uh, to work on that and it is the open sharing of what works and what doesn't and different things, different experiences that really helps the group and encourages the group toward that common goal that they share. And it provides accountability, you know, that weekly or monthly weigh-in that you do. And they don't share that information, your weight with the whole group, but the group leader and you know how you're doing and tracking and that's very, very motivating during the week. Um, Another group Amy and I have experienced is Al-Anon that uses this open sharing example really powerfully. Al-Anon is a group for uh, family members who have a loved one who has an addiction. And so those folks come together and they share truths and their experiences and what works and what doesn't, how to set boundaries, how to be the most loving you can toward your loved one with an addiction. And it is a very powerful model that uses this principle of openness and transparency to do a tremendous amount of good. And we've benefited from that a lot. Uh, Celebrate Recovery is a similar group that's been here at the building before. Folks working together uh, to overcome their addictions and support each other. Grief share, that's another one where everybody knows when you go to that group you're working on, working through the loss of a loved one and you learn in that group by the group sharing uh, principles and truths and experiences that grief can look different. Uh, and there are different timelines and no formulas, but there are some fundamental understandings that you can share. And uh, so that's a powerful group that many people are aware of. Financial Peace University, that's one that's near and dear to my heart Uh, and folks, everybody who's there is working on getting financially more healthy and uh, learning by sharing how to do that better from wherever you are as a beginner or experienced person with your finances. Um, So then that brings me to the church. You know, the church really should be such a group, and and to a large degree is. And so uh, let me compliment the body here. I do feel like we have transparency and openness, but I really want to encourage us to do more of that and see the value of that and giving that to God and how that's worthwhile. You know, ideally, when we gather on Sunday morning together, uh, it is understood by anyone here that we are all sinners we are flawed, we are enjoying God's grace, and we are helping each other to live and do things God's way. And so uh, that is the strength of the body and what we're called to in these scriptures. And uh, we have such an opportunity. And if the church, you know, if we would gather, let's say, and without deliberate effort uh, toward openness, if we drift Towards coming to t- together and acting like everything's okay, and you know pretending everything's fine and it's always fine, and we all do that, then we would be missing out on the function that God calls us to, and the the uh, abundant life that uh, that God wants us to help each other to achieve as we bear one another's burdens and such. Um, let's see. Let me read another scripture that paints that picture of what God wants the church to look like. And this is from 1 John chapter 1 I'm gonna read verses 5 through 10. This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned we make him a liar and his word is not in us." So that paints such a, such a valuable picture of walking in the light together in transparency of what we can be for each other. Um, and so that's what I'd like, I'd like to call us to to more of and, uh, and encourage that this morning. Some other examples of what does transparency then look like, and I'm going to cite some things that you've probably all seen, and, and to the extent that we can be doing these things, we are being transparent and open and bearing one another's burdens. It could be a quite public uh, confession or a response, like, sus- like responding to a sermon, coming forward and asking for prayers. That's very appropriate and many things are very valuable to share in that way. Uh, perhaps it's someone who's sharing a communion thought and they're open about a struggle or a difficulty or a God story and what God has done uh, as they lead us in communion uh, and that would be very appropriate. And happens often and and is a good example. Um, Men's retreat or a women's retreat. That's another rather large gathering of folks where we can hear from someone about their struggle, their successes, uh, and what God is doing with them. Uh, another option is during class time on Sunday morning. Uh, when we get back to adult classes, that's an opportunity to share and open up about whatever the topic is. You know, one one powerful example I remember is when the Yinglings came from Harding. He's a professor at Harding. They are close to the Autrys, and they came to our church body once, and they asked to speak during class time, and they shared very openly about their family's experience when one of their children developed a drug addiction and how they felt so isolated and that no one else in the church is going through this and they shared what it was like for them and how to best parent their child and and what the experience was like and they learned that it was not that rare, and they wanted people to know what this is like, and they're not alone, and and so on and so forth. And that openness, that honesty, that sharing was very powerful and meaningful, especially when Amy and I found ourselves in that same situation sometime later, that really helped us. And I actually called the Yinglings and talked to them, got advice from them, and that helped Amy and I on our journey uh, to what our family needed and what we needed to do uh, to get better and to be the most helpful that we could be. And so that was a powerful example of open transparency that God used in a great way. Uh, It could be a smaller scale sharing, and this really is is a, Our small groups are such a tremendous opportunity for this kind of transparency and openness because let's face it, most of us are much more comfortable sharing with a group of eight or 10 or 12 people, uh, especially that we're getting to know well and spending time together weekly or a couple times a month. Uh, That is much more conducive to open sharing and yet still so valuable in our ability to pray for each other. Uh, An example of this, uh, again, some years ago, when our kids were new to the youth group, uh, the youth group families, the parents, would get together once a month when the teens were getting together. And the parents would get together for a time of sharing and prayer. And each family would take a turn. The couple would share, hey, what's happening with their family, give an update, good and bad things, and we'd pray for each other. And that openness was so good and so encouraging, uh, whether the news was difficult or uh, celebratory, Being, doing that together was so rich, and especially the parents whose children were just a few years older than ours, Uh, we appreciated so much their sharing because that tended to tune us into things that were coming or get us to think about things that were coming uh, and was really valuable for us. Uh, And we could talk to those parents better about our experiences and grow together. So all that to say, those are the kind of things God is using with that openness that can happen in our small groups. And I encourage everybody to really take advantage of that. Uh, Even smaller still, couples can get together and talk about how they're doing and how they're balancing work and life and family time and figuring out good vacations and just that kind of interaction, yet a smaller scale but so valuable as we uh, help each other through whatever we're going through. And then finally, it could be a one-on-one, like an accountability partner, you might call it. Uh, You know, Bradley Briggs and I get together for breakfast most Wednesday mornings, and that weekly interaction gives us a chance to catch up, enjoy each other's company, but we also try to encourage each other, uh, ask each other how we're doing in the Word, uh, how we're doing with sins and temptations in our lives, our attitudes toward things, you know, what How's our walk with God going? And so I think Bradley and I both, if asked, would say that we're not particularly good at that. Sometimes it seems like we're muddling through, but I think we would also say that it is absolutely worthwhile, and we're glad that we do that. And so I encourage you to consider that if that is a helpful scenario. Uh, Okay, so all that to say, these are the ways God will use our openness and transparency if we give it to him and we work through that challenging part of it and see what he does with that and to bless us and others in the body in the J-curve. Let me end by thanking you so much for your efforts to be real, the things that you do in sharing who you are you know, uh, you are a gift to, that, to this church uh, as an individual, as a person. What you have to offer, warts and all, is what we need from you, if I can say it that way. And giving that to God, he can do so very much with it. And, and you can be a blessing in that way, working through that difficulty, giving it to him and let him Uh, bless us all. Uh, I'm thankful for each of you as part of this body. I hope I've been transparent enough during the sermon that it's seemed real and worthwhile and encourage this kind of thing as we continue to grow and be what God calls us to be. Thank you.